The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to P.I.'s Declassified, an inside look at the world of private investigators. Your host is Francie Kaler, a noted private investigator. Francie and her guests take you behind the scenes and into the genuine, sometimes gritty business of investigation. You'll hear stories from the trenches with plenty of surprises. Here's your host, Francie Kaler. Good morning. Marketing consultant Mindy Naumer is my guest today. So if you're struggling with marketing your business, if you're just starting your business and you don't know what to do first, or you're thinking about starting your own business and wonder how to market, this is a show for you. Mindy has been a marketing consultant with Logical for four years. She has an in-depth knowledge of of the legal support industry, and she formerly owned a small business herself, so she has firsthand experience with challenges of online marketing. She educates private investigators and process servers and other legal support professionals and provides insight and assistance well, to establish their best marketing strategies. So um, she graduated from DePaul University, and she's now located in Denver. She originated from Southern Illinois and travels nationwide to conferences to speak and discuss business marketing to those that are wanting to expand their businesses. And, and she tells me she loves to help her customers succeed. Welcome to the show, Mindy. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I love having you, Mindy. Let's start with Logical. What is Logical and what does it do? So the Logical uh, company was started in 2004, um, and we started as an online directory. Um, Today we uh, provide online marketing and web-based solutions uh, for the legal professionals. Um, Our main websites are aboutbail.com, servenow.com, PINow.com. We also have developed a, uh, and, and we manage a software application for the legal industry. Um, and we also have just acquired and added to our portfolio the Legal Talk Network, oh, which great. is an online legal media network of podcasts. Oh, great. And, what, and what's the software product? So the software, it's called Serve Manager, um, and it is a CRM and a paper management software for, for process service. Okay. That sounds great. I'm sure people will be interested in that. Why don't you go ahead and give um, the 800 number if you want to, the toll-free number. Sure. People want so to ask the about 800 it. number is 888-997-4669. Um, we do have a number of marketing consultants, of which I am one, um, and we are here to help you grow your business online. Okay. So... Even if somebody isn't a member of your group, um, they can ask for your assistance. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I work with a lot of um, small to medium-sized businesses, 
um, anywhere from startups to um, established businesses. And basically, we, we start from where they are, where they want to be, and we develop a campaign um, to get them there. Okay, very cool. So I have to ask you, what is, I know you collected a bunch of questions from various uh, private investigators, process service, and so forth. But what's the most common question you get? So the most common question is, how do I get to be number one on Google? <laughs> good question. How, did, how, you ha- question. how does that happen? Um, and it is a long answer. And number one is, it is not easy um, to do. So, and there's no quick way. There's no quick fix. Um, Google changed their first page a few years ago. Um, I, if everybody remembers what it used to be when you did a search on Google, uh, you would get all the paid advertisements. So all the main national company would be on page one. Um, what you get now when you when you Google something is you get a couple of paid advertisements. The rest is all organic search it, search results which means these are the things that Google thinks is important, not the people who have paid the most. Okay. So there's lots of things that you can be doing um, to get on there. Another thing I want to mention is there are a lot of companies out there that advertise or will call your business and say, you know, it's $500, we'll guarantee you page one. This is a big red flag. Um, mm. Nobody can do that. They are not Google themselves. Mm-hmm. So one thing to really think about um, when you start receiving all those calls. Another thing to think about is um, there are over 200 ranking pick factors that Google uses um, to rank on that first page. And 200? they change it over 500 times a year. Really? Yes. So it is a moving target. So... Um, it, it, it is important to hire a professional who is studying what's happening so that you don't have to spend all your time doing it. Um, but I think what we go through today will help you pinpoint what areas you need help with. Okay. All right. Great. So, so obviously you're not going to tell us what the 200 factors are that Google uses. but <laughs> They do not. They yeah. do not post those. Okay. Um, so... Is it important to have your company show up on the Internet? Is it important to have a website? What, what about that? Yes, it is. And here's what I like to um, tell my customers and clients. Think of it the way that you use the Internet today. And that is, you know, if I am looking for a carpet cleaner in Denver, Colorado, I go to Google and I type in Denver, Colorado carpet cleaner. And I make calls based on what comes up. Um, you know, even if you're looking for phone numbers, we are all on Google if it's on our phones or on our computers. Right. So actually being there and ranking is really key to your business. One in- interesting specific, uh, specific statistic is that 70% of people looking for a service-based professional are doing it on the Internet. So that's a huge chunk. So being there is really, really important. I know that makes sense, Mindy, because that's what I do. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Especially when it's in our hands on our phone. Right. So another thing to note is that over 400,000 geo-targeted searches are done every minute on Google. That's a lot of people out there looking for things. What do you mean by by that, geo-targeted services? 
geo-targeted means um, I'm looking for something in my area. So not only am I putting in private investigator, I'm putting in Denver, Colorado. Okay. Means it's a geographic as well as industry targeted. Okay. Um, which is your most main type of search. And again, think of it how you use it. Um, I'm looking for somebody in my area. I always punch in either the zip code or, you know, the, the industry or the town. Okay. So, okay, that's really interesting. What, well, what is, I hear this word all the time or this uh, acronym, SEO. What is that? So SEO is what it means exactly is search engine optimization. Okay. Um, and for you, that means that you're doing everything you can to be found through the search engine. Um, what I like to refer to it when I'm working with a company, it's called, I call it the campaign. Um, again, it's not quick. It's not easy. You have to be persistent, um, and you have to continually be doing things for Google to notice you and to keep you ranking well. Hmm. So, and actually, once you get into SEO, because we hear a lot of SEO, you know, SEO this and that, um, there are, you can be broken out into two categories. So one is on-site SEO, and one is off-site SEO. What does that mean? So so on-site SEO is things that you're actually doing on your website. This could be your content, uh, posting to a blog, simple things like titling your pages, um, things that you do to your website to improve the user experience, um, which could include technical changes. All these things help your website rank better. Um, Off-site is um, more about things you're doing off your website. So if you think of your website as your storefront or your online brochure, if you're not telling people that it's there, they're not going to know. So okay. it's, it's marketing outside of your website. It could include getting links into your website, which is, uh, for instance, if they're a member of the Cali um, Association and it links back to their website, that is what they call a link. You're talking about the California Association of Licensed Investigators. Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, associations, you know, there are lots of, and we'll get into this a little later um, in the show, what links are good links and how to go about doing that. Um, another thing that you can be doing is local search optimization. Um, and if you think about when you pull up your first page of Google and you get that map in the ABCD bubble, that is what Google calls local search. Um, and so there is a campaign you can start to get ranking there because it takes up a lot of real estate on that first page. So mm-hmm. being there is, is pretty important for your business. Okay. So, and how do you do that? So <laughs> it, 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 it could be long and involved. Um, registering your business with Google Local is free and easy to do. Um, when you get into uh, ranking in larger demographical areas, uh, where there's more competition, registering isn't the only thing you need to do. Um, there are companies out there that can help you, PNL being one of them, um, optimize that uh, listing to get you ranking in the top of the ABCD bubble. Okay, let's. Can we back up just a second? Sure. Um, how do you register with Google Local? local? So if you um, if you go to Google and Google. <laughs> How that has become a turn now is, is great. Right, exactly. 
So if you Google just local search optimization uh, registration, in fact, um, I know after the show we're going to have some links there, yeah. and I, I, I will put a link on there. Okay, um, great. Where Fabulous. Where they can do that. Okay, so we'll have those available for anybody that's interested, and we'll send them out. Yes. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah. So that is a basic overall of what SEO is. And I know it's a lot of things. Do any questions pop up? Um, because I am such a non-technical person, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking many of the listeners are too. This sounds all like another language. Um, it does. It does. And there are some basic easy things that you can be doing. Um, and again, as I, as I always stress, do what you do best, which is investigations, and hire somebody to do this for you. It, it can get very expensive, but it doesn't have to be. Um, just focus on a couple of good things. One is making sure you have a good website. The second one is getting into that local search. You know, and then from there, you can go on to try to get ranking. Well, okay, let's talk about the website just for mm-hmm. a second. Um, what would be the good components to have for a website? So a website needs to be professional. Um, And I think we can all picture websites that you pull up that are just a clutter of colors and words Mm -hmm. (laughs) that don't mean a lot. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be elaborate. It needs to be simple. It needs to be professional. And it needs to give information. Um, so that's basically, even if, you know, that's where you start, again, think of it as your online brochure. Uh, we used to hand them out a lot. Now everyone goes to the Internet. And, again, think of how you use it. When I'm hiring somebody, I, the first thing I do is look at their website. Really? Okay. So um, people are doing that when they're hiring you as well. Okay. Now, okay, so is – is it important, I may be getting ahead of you here, but is it mm-hmm. important to have uh, your website to be somewhat interactive, like, you know, include a blog or something like that? So, yep, uh, we can talk about blogs. Blogs can be very important to your overall SEO. However, if you can't commit to actively blogging, don't have one. The last thing you want is for someone to click on a blog link and see something a year ago. Right. And not have anything relevant. Yeah. So um, it, it, a blog can be really important, but again, you have to commit to writing to it. When you are writing a blog, it needs to be um, really industry-focused and professional. So, um, you know, don't get into anything personal. Uh, it is fine to repost relevant content um, on your blog. What you want to do is um, comment on it so that you are kind of making it your own, um, Mm -hmm. not just copying things in. So make a comment. Make it your own. You can link to different articles. You know, it's a way to get information out there. Another thing that you can be doing to get your business noticed is um, uh, offer your services to guest blogs um, for your clients or associations in the industry. Um, it gets your name out there as well as it links back to your website. Hmm. Interesting. And so am I understanding that the best thing you can do for your website, once you, okay, say you have a professional-looking website and you have the content, 
is it important to continue continually change things on your website? Does that raise your ranking? It is ranking? important to change them. Um, correct. Um, if you are constantly, you know, not on a daily basis, but changing your content, uh, Google at this point in time, <laughs> as we know things change, um, at this point in time sees that you as a relevant um, company and a contributor in your industry. So it is important to be doing that on a periodic basis. And what do you, what do you mean by periodic? So um, it, some people do it once a month. Um, I would say a couple times a year is important to go in and change up some of your content on your, on your website. And how significant should the change be? It doesn't have to be incredibly significant. Um, it really just is maybe bringing in new ideas, maybe bringing in um, linking to a different source on your website, just simple, small changes like that. Okay. Okay. This is uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's talk about some website basics. Okay. What kinds of domains should, should we be using? Sure. So let's first get into what a domain is. <laughs> okay, that's so, a really good start. That's a really good start. So a domain is um, when you go to your uh, empty tab on the top of your search engine and you type in um, voiceamerica.com to get to where we are now, Okay. that is their domain name, voiceamerica.com. Okay. So um, everyone, and as you know, for a business, uh, the most important domain that you can get is your company name. Um, and so it should be also .com. You will see .nets, .orgs, .infos as well. Those are important as well. I always suggest getting the sweep. Domains cost about 8 to $10 a year. Uh, you can get them a lot of places. You hear a lot about GoDaddy. There's mm -hmm. Red Hat domains as well. Um, they Getting them all... Um, doesn't do a lot for your ranking. What it does do is prevent your competitors from getting it. Or, say, another company on the other coast um, having the same company name and your customers confusing it. Okay. All right. So you, when you say a sweep, you're talking about all of the extensions that are available with Correct. your business name you should get as if possible. Correct. Correct. And what do you do if you can't get those? So if you can't get those, um, that's a really good question, um, especially um, in the service-based industry. A lot of company names are, du are duplicated across the country, uh -huh. and there's only one domain name, as you know. That's, right. how, that's how that works. So if you can't do that, um, my suggestion is to get your company name with an INC on the back or an LLC.com. Okay. Always try to keep it short. And simple. If it is too many characters, you run the risk of somebody typing in the wrong name. There, another alternative to that is to get a location-based name. Uh, an example of that is San Francisco Private Investigator.com, mm -hmm. which, which, which of course are all really taken. Well. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty much a lot of them are taken. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it, it requires some creativity, evidently, to get um, to get your name 
into a domain that you can use. It does. It does. And another thing to note is once you get your domain, stick with it. Um, You know, you don't want somebody to have a flyer or something from two years ago and now your domain has changed and they can't find you. You want it to be easy. You want to be able to say, if you meet someone on the steps of of the courthouse, hey, just go to my website. My phone number's there. It's SanFranciscoPrivateInvestigator.com, you know, whatever it is, easy to put out there. Another thing about domains, and you, um, as, you, as you get emails, you all notice um, it would be Mindy at Logical.com. Correct. You can get your domain as your email. It's easy to do. You can do it when you buy the domain name, or you can do it through Gmail. Really easy to do. I always suggest doing it through Gmail just for the, in case anything ever happened to your domain and your domain went down, you wouldn't, you wouldn't lose your email. Good idea. You know, Mindy, yeah. let's, let's hold there and take a quick okay. break, okay? okay. Um, we'll be right back with my guest, Mindy Nommer, and uh, she's got lots more to say. Hang on. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Need to hire a private investigator? Ask for their professional association affiliations. When an investigator asks Francie Kaler about associations, she says to first join a state trade association. Francie belongs to the California Association of Licensed Investigators, or CALI. It's the largest association of its kind in the world. CALI's main focus is networking, training, and legislative advocacy. If you need a detective in California, contact CALI at cali-pi.org or call 1-800-350-CALI. For a national association, Francie's choice is the National Council of Investigation and Security Services, or NCISS. For over 35 years, the council's primary mission has been to represent its members before the United States Congress and governmental agencies. Find the council at NCISS.org or call 1-800-445-8408. NCISS and Cali are great places to look for a qualified private investigator. Tell them you heard it from Francie on P.I.'s Declassified. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to P.I.'s Declassified with Francie Kaler. You can call into the program. We'll take questions and comments at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also email your question to Francie. Send it to francie at pisdeclassified.com. Now, here's Francie Kaler. Mindy Nommer is a marketing expert here to talk about maximizing your business exposure with your private investigation process server or other legal support kinds of businesses. So, Mindy, we were just talking about um, domain names and all of that. So go ahead with what you were saying. So I let's see. Um, we were getting into um, the, what domain to have. 
um, which was, of course, your company name. And to keep it short and simple, another thing I want to note um, that I didn't throw in before is don't put dashes and, and things really? like that in it. Make, make sure that it is no dashes, no periods. It's much, much easier that way. Okay. All right. And back again to if you're if you have your business name, you've had it for years and now you want to establish a, uh, an Internet site and, and your name isn't available. What do you do then? You've had so, your business name already. Yeah. So as say your name is um, Nomer Investigations um, and it's, it's taken. Um, that's obviously not that common, but it you know, <laughs> could be. Um, what I could do is I could do Nomer Investigations, Inc., dot com. Uh, I could do Nomer Investigations LLC dot com. Um, you, you can also that. look for the dot net or the dot org that we talked about. Um, mm-hmm. Again, this would be important if you were the one to actually get the dot com to make sure you got all of them so that, you know, the same company with the same name, you aren't fighting for the same space. The problem with doing an LLC or a Inc. is that then you have to incorporate your business. People may not want to do that. That's true. Um, you know, only do that, obviously, if that is your, in your name. Um, if that isn't available, uh, you could always do a PI um, after it. Uh, and the okay. other thing I would suggest would then be doing the location-based um, that we talked about before. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. All right. So what about keywords? What, so, what good are they? Yep. So keywords, and let me explain what keywords are. Um, as you read through a website um, and somebody is discussing their business in a, on the about page, um, my name is Mindy Nomer. I'm a private investigator in Denver, Colorado. So private investigator, Denver, Colorado, those are keywords. So when somebody punches in private investigator, Denver, Colorado, Google goes out and starts crawling. Um, websites. And if they see that you have those keywords, right, they, they realize that that is your business. That's how they're alerted to that is what you do um, on certain kinds of pages. Um, it used to be very important to have lots of keywords on your website. What a companies did is, you know how if you ruin it for everyone, <laughs> they yeah. went through and just did keywords all over their website. So Google kind of went back and said, you know, we uh, – we, we, we're not going to place as much importance on it. Another thing that Google has done is it, as it has gotten so much smarter, and a prime example of that is if you Google right now, um, and if anybody's sitting at their computer, how tall is Barack Obama? Mm-hmm. You do not get websites that come up. You actually get a exactly how tall Barack Obama is because Google sees him as an entity rather than keywords on websites. Um, so it is, Google is now smart enough to see things as entities. So while keywords are important and they will pull from, pull from that, it's not one of the main things that they pull from anymore. Yeah, actually, I've noticed that if you ask a question on Google, you usually get an answer Correct. rather than right. getting a website. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. It, it's, it's getting a lot smarter than we can, we can even imagine. Scary smart. <laughs> so so you're saying that as long as you have if you're a private investigator in San Francisco, California or in Boston, Massachusetts, what you really need to have on your website is I private investigator Boston, Massachusetts. 
Correct. And you can even put, you know, keywords such as, you know, the different types of investigations you do. Um, you know, you can have skip tracing, you can have different keywords in the investigations. Those are all key to have as well. You certainly want not only um, on an information basis who's reading the website to know all of your services, but to at least have one keyword there that Google can crawl. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Now, what about what about content? Because one of the things that I heard along the way was you really mm-hmm. need to have, have, you know, articles you've written or some kind mm-hmm. of content. You do. Content is really important. Um, a lot of services uh, will professionally write your content for you. I find that very important. Um, again, key, as, as keywords have changed, and, and this is just a prime example, um, if you had it written four years ago where keywords were important, today they're not, right? So having somebody write it who actually knows what is relevant today and how to write that content, um, because content is crawled by Google to, you know, rank you. So it is important to have um, important content as well as articles you have written. Again, that goes into the link building because it will link back to, um, you know, who you wrote the article for. Um, mm-hmm. So that's all real important as well. Okay. So, hmm. so if you don't know what Google's really looking for, how do you stay on top of it? So, again, this is where I say do what you do best. Um, there are professionals out there. I, I encourage you to seek advice of imp- professionals. This is too important not to um, advise somebody. You get some advice on it. Um, it is very easy to say, um, you know, I'm just going to do the single page you know, from GoDaddy. It's, it's free or it's, it's this much money. That's all great. I never want you to hesitate to have a web presence. However, as we just discussed, and again, 70% of the market is trying to find you. Um, it's really important to have a professional presence. You know, that's, I mean, I'm sure that's a great idea, but what do you do when you're just starting out? You don't have any money to, to hire a marketing person. What do you do then? So, again, um, like I said, if, if you can just do the one page, um, again, there are also um, some cheaper kind of turnkey uh, websites, too, that you can take advantage of that are on the less expensive side. Um, just always make sure, um, and this um, at the end of this um, uh, interview, we're going to give you a link um, to give you 50 tips. And there are a lot of tips on exactly what a website should look like and what it shouldn't. Um, so make sure to just kind of go through that. There are some great ideas and great tips. All the things that you and I have talked about, pretty mm-hmm. much down on the basic level, you can do yourself. Okay. Okay. So the, so the, the best thing you can do, even if it's a canned product, is to get something up on the Internet. Correct. Okay. All right. So what about social networking? So social networking over the last couple of years has become incredibly important, not only in marketing your business, but also in ranking your website. Um, and so the most common question I get is, you know, Twitter and Facebook are the big ones out there. Um, do I need to get them for my business? The answer is yes. Um, really? It's quick and easy. You can just do your business name. Now, what you don't want to do is link it to your personal page. 
right? It needs to be completely professional. Again, don't do anything personal on it. Have your business name um, with Facebook. Another thing you'll notice is if you're looking for a certain business and you Google it, a lot of times the link to their Facebook page will come up. So, you know, having that there as an extra avenue, it's an extra way that they can find out about you. Um, One thing to know about those is Um, If you are going to do it, again, it's like a blog. Um, Make sure that you are posting and you're posting um, relevant information. Again, you can, if you read an article, and I do this as well, that I think my followers or a lot of times I'm in a group that my customers are in, um, I will comment on it and then link to it. So don't repost it as your own, but comment on it, say why you liked it, why you think it's, somebody would find it in, interesting, and link to it. Um, what, you, that, what that does is not only uh, gets you noticed, but it makes you an authority in your industry. So people know if they go to your page that you're the guy that watches all this stuff and you're going to be posting it there. And you're, so so it, you, you become an authority, which also gets your name out there as well. And are you talking about both Twitter and Facebook for these? I'm, yep, absolutely. Um, they can pretty much coincide. You'll see a lot of um, people post both, uh, pretty much the same thing on their Twitter and Facebook, which you can definitely overlap that. Um, the third main social um, uh, entity to be on is LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn works a bit differently, but it's a really powerful networking tool. It's a great place to connect with um, your industry colleagues as well as your clients. Um, So, again, always keep that professional. There are also, and I do this a lot as well, and some of you may have seen uh, me post that I was going to be on this show on on our LinkedIn group. So Mm -hmm. there are a lot of industry-related groups out there. PI Now has a group, um, as well as there are a lot of investigator groups. It's great to be a part of it. The nice thing about that is they can send you an email either once a day or once a week that kind of recaps what everybody's talking about. So it gives you a real feel of what's going on in your industry, not just in your location, but everybody, but where, what they're talking about, what's going on with that kind of stuff. So it's a really great way to keep in touch and to get your name out there. And do you have a feel for how often you should be posting? So you certainly don't need to be... uh, Again, it is don't overdo it. Um, you know, when relevant stuff comes up, go ahead and post it. Um, once a week, a couple times a week is great. It certainly doesn't need to be a couple times a day. Um, I always, <laughs> now, again, think, I'll think of it. for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, think of it how yeah. I do it. If somebody's posting all day, I'm annoyed. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't exactly. have time to read that. I want to read something that's relevant. And if you're posting that a couple times a week, when I see it come through, I know to look at it. If you overdo it, I, I'm starting to ignore it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mindy, we need to take another break quickly. Um, okay. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Need to hire a private investigator? Ask for their professional association affiliations. When an investigator asks Francie Kaler about associations, she says to first join a state trade association. Francie belongs to the California Association of Licensed Investigators, or CALI. 
It's the largest association of its kind in the world. Cali's main focus is networking, training, and legislative advocacy. If you need a detective in California, contact Cali at cali-pi.org or call 1-800-350-CALI. For a national association, Francie's Choice is the National Council of Investigation and Security Services, or NCISS. For over 35 years, the council's primary mission has been to represent its members before the United States Congress and governmental agencies. Find the council at NCISS.org or call 1-800-445-8408. NCISS and Cali are great places to look for a qualified private investigator. Tell them you heard it from Francie on P.I.'s Declassified. IRB Search is where quality matters. IRB provides access to the best online data for locating people, businesses, and assets. IRB data gives you strength in numbers, allowing you to access billions of records. Even with partial information on your subject, IRB Search instantly returns current and past addresses, phone numbers, and more. Call IRB Search today at 1-800-447-2112 to sign up. Mention PIs Declassified, and you'll receive a two-week free trial of 100 free searches to get started. Call 1-800-447-2112 to find out why IRB Search is simply the best. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to P.I.'s Declassified with Francie Kaler. You can call into the program. We'll take questions and comments at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also email your question to Francie. Send it to francie at pisdeclassified.com. Now, here's Francie Kaler. Marketing consultant Mindy Naumer is answering questions many private investigators process servers and other legal support professionals have submitted on online marketing. So what? let's talk about links. Uh, we've, you've mentioned links several times, Mindy. Let's, let's talk about that. So links are, and again, we're talking about your website and linking into your website. Um, and a lot of, you'll see an SEO um, link building, they call it. Um, and what does that mean exactly? So um, links are, um, it's, it's a link from a site. Um, what's important to do is make sure that it's industry-specific um, and an authority site. Um, industry-specific, obviously, is easy. An authority site is something that it has been around a long time, ranking well. Um, you know, association sites are always very good. Um, it Another example is like our site, PINow.com, been around a long time, ranks really well, industry-specific, you know, comes right into you. Um, again, the California Association of Licensed Investigators, that would be another great link. Again, it's industry-specific, um, and it is an authority site as well. There can also be um, other um, easy ones to get as well, some, such as your local chamber of commerce, your Better Business hmm. Bureau. Those are all important. Um, one thing to think about, um, quality over quantity, right? As you can get pretty excited and start linking in all over the place. <laughs> right. The good question to ask is, if Google didn't exist, would I want this link? So if you're okay. only doing it for SEO purposes, don't do it. 
right? Again, be the original. You're, you're linking into things that you think are important, again, within your industry, on your professional website. Um, so, one other so thing, Mindy, yeah. let, let me ask you. Um, uh-huh. So if you had, say, for example, your, your private investigation business was focused completely on identity theft, mm-hmm. would, would you put links that were related to identity theft, like the FTC.gov website on identity theft, maybe a privacy, um, you know, various privacy kinds of web websites that would, would be what you're I would and about? I would okay. be linking out to them as well again you want to be a basis of information so okay. um, you know as you're talking about what you do in the field say and you can find out more here you know and click onto a, another website it, it links you into them um, they can link back to you as well um, but again it gives relevant information okay okay so if you had, uh, say you had 10, uh, some, some private investigators have lots of specialties, but say you had five specialties, would mm-hmm. you then have a link, a relevant link of authority to each different kind of specialty that you operate with? You could. You could. Those would be important, those, those would be important links to have. Um, again, industry-specific. Um, mm-hmm. what you, you would want to definitely do a main investigation, make sure some links are coming in that way. Um, and then beyond that, definitely in, in the specific areas. Okay. Okay. This, this is really good information, Mindy. Let's go back and um, talk about what we've covered to make sure we've gotten everything. Sure, sure. So and another thing to note with everyone listening is that we are going to be um, supplying a link um, to everything I talked about. You can download a presentation to everything I talked about today, um, as well as a link to that we talked about with the Google uh, local register. Um, so those will be available to you after this, and we'll let you know how to do that. Um, so the first thing I want to remind everybody is nobody can guarantee you number one spot. I cannot tell you how many people I've talked to and said, I just paid somebody $1,000 and he told me I'd be number one. And I'm thinking, Mm. oh gosh, it just, it makes my stomach hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's, it's just not, (laughs) not the way. Um, If you can, here's number two, if you can hire a professional, stick with what you know how to do and you do best, which is running your business and doing investigations. Um, There's no reason for you to spend time because there are professionals that do this. Um, number three is you absolutely need a website. And, you know, we went over if it's even just the single page is all you can do right now, make sure you get it up and make sure it's professional. This is how people are, are um, looking for information about you. It's, it's your brochure. It's your storefront. Um, another thing is, and I know I mentioned this uh, through all of this, is think like a customer. I always say, how do I use the Internet? What do I look mm-hmm. for? What mm-hmm. pops up, right? And it will, it will guide you in what you need to be doing and, and in the areas you need to be doing them. Um, if you, again, are just starting, um, two things to focus on first are make sure you get a website up and doing that local um, campaign to Google, which is the map um, section of that first page. Mm-hmm. Those are the, make sure that those are the two things you focus on. Don't start focusing on SEO before you get those done. Okay, good. That's a good point. Getting that's getting the cart before the horse, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, you know, those those are your basic. That's your foundation. Okay. All right. 
this is um, this is such good information, Mindy. And um, would you go back to telling people how to do that local service? Yes. So Lo- the local um, search again, um, it is called Google Plus. It has now become Google Plus. Um, Google Plus local search. And again, when you do any kind of search on Google, what pops up on the right hand side is the map and it has those ABCD bubbles in it. And on the left, you see um, the names of companies associated with that. Um, what Google is, is saying is that we find it most important is what we think the end user is looking for is the person who's actually there in that location, in that area. So to actually um, get listed there, you actually have to have an address, right? So you're submitting your address, I'm that guy, I'm that local guy. Okay. Um, it's easy to do with Google. You can either, you know, search how do I, how do, I do that, and it will um, come back and give you the easy, easy steps to do that. At least just claiming your listing is, imp- is important number one step. Um, something to know if you are in a heavy, heavily populated area, competition starts. And to get, you know, ranking there, you are going to need to get some help doing that. Okay. And and what about, I've seen some websites that have maybe the uh, tip for the week or tip for the month or some kind of a, if a security-related um, self-defense protection mm-hmm. idea or something like that. Is it, Would you suggest doing something like that? So that is an actual really great idea, and it really ties into the social media. Um, again, your social media is going to be linking back to your website. Um, and if people are knowing to look for your Twitter or your Facebook feed for the tip of the week, if they find them, re- again, make sure it's relevant. And make sure if you start it, you continue it. You right? continue it, correct. Yeah. It's a big commitment. I mean, even even if it's monthly, that would be a big commitment. It is a big commitment. You, you, the first two months are always easy, and then it gets really difficult. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, anything else you can think of that our listeners need to know about this? So um, I know we talked um, a bit about um, the social and what to post there. Um, I, I wanted to kind of give an example because people always say, I, gosh, I have no idea what to post. Right. Um, again, we, we work with the legal support industry, and um, one of the first conferences I went to was a, was a bail conference, um, PBUS, my mm-hmm. first year with the company. And um, the, I, I learned that this bail agent was posting on his Twitter feed where the um, DUI checkpoints were on Friday and Saturday nights. Hmm. And I thought, what a unique way to get people to follow him, right? <laughs> yeah, um, for and, sure. <laughs> and they know his name now, right, when they yeah. need it. So that's obviously not an example in your field, but I think it's a really great example of using something outside the box that people want to know and then it's it's again branding it's name recognition you are making yourself an authority exactly that's perfect um mindy thank you so much Uh, we're at the end of our hour uh you were just a great guest and you have such great valuable information so thank you so much for being on the show today thank you for having me this was really fun All right. Very good. And so again, listeners, tune in next week as we declassify more real stories from real investigators and people like Mindy who help investigators. It's PIs Declassified. I'm Francie Kaler. Thanks for listening. 
You've been listening to P.I.'s Declassified with your host, Francie Kaler. Tune in every Thursday at noon Eastern Time. That's 9 a.m. for you West Coast listeners. P.I.'s Declassified explores stories of deceit, mystery, and detectives unraveling the truth. Every Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Need to hire a private investigator? Ask for their professional association affiliations. When an investigator asks Francie Kaler about associations, she says to first join a state trade association. Francie belongs to the California Association of Licensed Investigators, or CALI. It's the largest association of its kind in the world. CALI's main focus is networking, training, and legislative advocacy. If you need a detective in California, contact CALI at cali-pi.org or call 1-800-350-CALI. For a national association, Francie's choice is the National Council of Investigation and Security Services, or NCISS. For over 35 years, the council's primary mission has been to represent its members before the United States Congress and governmental agencies. Find the council at NCISS.org or call 1-800-445-8408. NCISS and Cali are great places to look for a qualified private investigator. Tell them you heard it from Francie on P.I.'s Declassified. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.